There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that <laughs> the Freehouse has right now, yeah. Tina Turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie. Oh my gosh, I think you're so <laughs> right. Now, this is a unique dining experience that they have at the Freehouse all winter long. That's right. As long as there's snow on the ground, you can rent these patio domes. Dawn and I, we're not kidding. This is so cool. Maybe you have a date. Maybe you have a unique, I don't know, family event that you want to spice up. You can rent these patio domes by the hour. They're heated. You can get their full menu in the domes. And you can even get some special items as well. This would be a really cool date kind of thing. Don't you think, Dawn? Oh, absolutely. Wait until at least the third date, and then you might get lucky. (laughs) Maybe the fourth. Maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry. Yes. We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. Good morning! It's Thursday. We've made it to January 23rd, 2020 on the Jason and Alexis in the Morning Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, and for Jason, he'll be with us again shortly. Dawn. Yes! Oh, Dawn. We got Rob. We got Kenny. We've got everybody. And uh, I'm excited. I want to get to our coffee. Should we have Kenny give us a, a traffic update first? Yeah. Or do you want to do your coffee first, guys? Kenny, what do you think? Let's talk about coffee because nothing's more important. Okay. Okay. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Let's see. Today, I just feel like it's very life-sustaining. How's your coffee? Um, You're actually drinking coffee. I'm drinking a decaf, uh, the company swill, as I call it. And I have to put a Splenda in it because it's pretty bitter without it. Normal good coffee, like Starbucks decaf, I don't have to put anything in it because it's so good. Because it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So how's yours? Life-sustaining? Life-sustaining. It just feels warm like a blanket in my mouth. Okay. A wet blanket in my mouth. Oh. A juicy, wet... What what now? 
Sorry. Oh, right. It's too early for that. Penny, how's your coffee over there? Well, I can tell already it doesn't have enough booze in it. um, (laughs) Because we have hoople heads wrecking all over the metro and a couple of major crashes going right now. Uh, Down in South St. Paul, most of westbound 494 is blocked by a jackknife semi at Hardman. Uh, So you'll roll very slow over the river bridge down there. All of westbound 694 is blocked. And by all, I mean it's closed. Westbound 694 is closed at 35E in the Badness Heights, Little Canada area, uh, or as we say, Little Canada. Uh, It's due to a pair of semis that wrecked there. All traffic on westbound 694 being diverted to southbound 35E. But here's how you're going to do this. You're going to go down southbound 35E, exit Little Canada Road, loop around, Get going northbound 35E, and the ramp to westbound 694 is open. Repeat what I just said. No. Okay. Going so south you, on 35E. You're going to go south on 35E. You're going to get, get off, off on Little, Little Canada, Canada Road, Road. Loop back around north, to north 35E, 35E and then the over to exit to 694 hey, we did is it. open. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. And one more big one here. <laughs> westbound 94 closed at Highway 75. That's up in the St. Cloud area. It's due to, uh, well, let's just call it what it is, stupidity. I mean, you can blame the roads if you want, but it's you. It's your driving. Uh, all traffic. Well, that was harsh, wasn't it? All traffic on Westbound. Sometimes it's necessary. Uh, all traffic there. Westbound 94 at 75 in St. Cloud actually being diverted up and down the ramps at 75. So uh, you'll get through. It's just going to take you a while. And we do have wrecks and crashes all over the metro right now you can blame the roads if you want but you need to adapt the people right. want to see you tweeting do you tweet out these accidents kenny you follow me don't you no don't well you, in the uh, morning uh, i am uh, doing uh, a thousand things i don't know if you've uh, noticed no. <laughs> <laughs> no, kenny, yeah. no i do i do follow yes. you but yes i do okay tweet. msp traffic msp traffic I, is what I, i'm trying to promote your i tweet Twitter. more than i should okay yeah. um you know before and and kenny feel free to jump in at any point with any other traffic updates that you want to share because i know people um whether they're on the road right now or they're going to be getting on the road mm-hmm. soon it just makes their go a little bit easier so thank you um but rob i want to make sure i figure out what beverage you're imbibing yes I'm uh, currently dry, but I'm, I'm, what? I'm ready for an update, uh, a refill on my lemongrass right. green tea. Well, we'll lemongrass. Get... He's always so peaceful over there with his lemongrass and green tea, and it's just so nice and calming. Yeah, yeah it really is. We need that calming influence to, you know, combat the coffee <laughs> that has us, you know, going a mile a minute. Sure. All right. Sounds good. Speaking of mile a minute, um, last night, oh my gosh. I just realized something. What? But, uh, in addition, um, I need to know what you ate last night. <laughs> okay. Because one of the things we've been <laughs> that I've learned while I've been filling in yeah. is that you always have an adventure with your food for the evening. I'm 46 years old, and why do I not know what to eat? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, last night, MC and I had we got some chicken breasts or some uh, yeah. They weren't strips. Now, they were breasts. Were they prepared? Because here's the thing I've learned about Dawn is she likes to you know. Just take the work out of the situation. <laughs> so were they already prepared chicken breasts? No, they're just raw chicken breasts. Oh, okay. And then we just toss them in some oil and then some sea salt and then put them in the air fryer. And actually, we put I made a, a 12 spice dry rub that we put on it and then we put it in the air fryer and then we make we have little delicious. Ugh, I hate that word, but you know chicken but that's it i almost took a picture just to show you just what was on our plate just chicken chicken. that's it else no 
Were you too busy playing games last night? Like, what happened? Um, I was talking on the phone to Alexis for a long time. Oh, and then, good. Yeah, and then I left kind of later than I usually do to go over there yeah. from my house. So, All right. Yep, but uh, Alexis is doing great. She wants to know everybody to know that she's just taking time for herself. Like, the silence... Because people are confusing maybe that her not being on social media and letting people know what's going on is that there's something wrong with her, the baby. And that is absolutely not the case. The baby is perfectly healthy, getting bigger, gaining weight, and he was supposed to just come out on Saturday. So think about that. (laughs) So everything's great. She'll be back uh, coming up in February and we'll be announcing exactly when at some point. But um, we also have to be careful because this is a medical condition oh, to be sure. pregnant and have a baby. So it's a HIPAA violation for us to talk about that. Yep. And she just wants to have this precious time that she only gets once in her whole life to herself. Yeah. So that is why she's not on. So people have sent her messages saying, is the baby okay? I'm worried that there's something wrong. It's like, oh my gosh, people just let her. Well, and it's, you know, it's hard <laughs> when understand. you're conditioned day in and day out to, you know, be connected to somebody on social media. It's a wonderful lesson and a reminder for everyone who, you know, maybe yeah. wasn't able to figure that out relatively easily. I'm trying to be very polite. No, right, like, right, right, right. Like, you know, this is a wonderful reminder that um, she has a life. And, um, you know, this is just a really great opportunity to take a step back from social media. I'm kind of a little bit envious. Yeah, she's really enjoying it. It's like you have to bond with your baby. And she's only she's probably not going to have another baby because it took them some time to do this, you know, and treatments and things. So I told her right away, you do not feel obligated to do anything. Social media is a part of her job. Yeah. And so she's not doing her job right now. She does eventually want to share some stuff, but they're also trying to figure out what exactly they want to share. Yeah, exactly. Because, but it's not to... because there's something wrong. It's because... Well, you just want to know what your boundaries are. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, you know, everything's good. So that is the deal. That's very good to know. <laughs> so it sounds like maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll hear when she's coming back. Yeah. And then, obviously, when she's back, she's going to tell you all sorts of stories. And if you know anything about Alexis, they will be hilarious. Yes. Um, and um, it'll be a thrilling ride. It will. And she's, you know, I know people feel like she's been gone forever, but it's actually just the length of a real maternity leave. <laughs> like, you know, people are concerned and like, I, they feel like she's just gone forever. It's like, no, this is actually, if you know, you know, it just might seem longer because she was maybe a part of your daily routine. Yeah. And I'm sorry I have to be so slightly bitchy when I say these things, oh, that's but not you have no idea. Well, Some of people, the crazy things. Again, people don't understand boundaries sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also exacerbated, exacerbated, exacerbated by technology. Yes. Because you are so conditioned day in and day out, minute by minute. And also, you know, you do, here's the thing that people forget sometimes is like, even if somebody's sharing a lot on social media, they're just sharing what they want to share. Sure. That doesn't mean that that's their entire life, but sometimes we just see them on social media and mm-hmm. we interpret that as their entire life. Yeah. So, you that's know. That's true. That's true. So, um, she's doing great and she says hello. <laughs> she didn't say that. I was going to say she didn't say <laughs> She didn't say, say that. Hello. But I hope she is and I'm I'm sure that she is enjoying every minute of she just totally cuddling is. the baby and 
kissing and hugging it. Oh, you know how she is with cute aggression. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't even get cute aggression, and I would have cute aggression. Oh, yeah. Babies, puppies. You just yeah, you want to squeeze actually them. puppies more than babies, but for sure, you know, that's my own personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, when we come back, Don. So today, I just want to give people a little bit of a rundown of what we're going to talk about. In addition to your uh, chicken dinner, <laughs> um, Rihanna. When we come back, in fact, you're going to tell us about how she just split with her millionaire boyfriend, billionaire, billionaire, billionaire boyfriend, with a B. and she's not like the first celebrity to split from her billionaire. Uh, boyfriend, right? You remember Janet Jackson? That he was actually a very controlling billionaire, b- billionaire husband. Yes. Um, but you've got the latest on Rihanna. We're going to talk a little bit about in this hour, Terry Jones. Um, don't worry, we're not going to get too serious because I have a story about how um, you should be dunking your um, man parts in soy sauce. <laughs> and then in the next hour, we're going to talk about Whoopi Goldberg, Mr. Peanut. We got all sorts of fun stuff to talk about today. So stay close. And of course, we've got Kenny with traffic to keep you safe on those roads this morning. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Jason, have you ever actually sat down with a nutritionist and they ask you what you've eaten the day before? Um, does my Jane Fonda workout tapes <laughs> from the 80s count as someone with nutrition? Uh, not really. I think okay. you need to update. And you need to go to Livia. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. You can find 10 convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin, first of all. So basically, everywhere you drive, you'll see Olivia. They used to be Metafast, right? They used to be Metafast. Don't get confused. No. They're a great company. I lost 20 pounds on the program, and I've kept it off for, you know, a year. And that's hard to do. Maintaining is the hard part, so thank goodness you have them. Yes, they're awesome over there. I go to the one in Roseville, but you can find a location, like I said, anywhere in the Twin Cities, uh, livea.com. You can call 855-GO-LIVIA, and then they can tell you not to eat breakfast cereal for every meal, you like mean, they and, told me. Well, and when you say breakfast cereal, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn used to eat nerds for breakfast. <laughs> Good morning. It's 619 in the a.m. this Thursday, January 23rd. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Dawn this morning. We got Kenny. We got Rob. We got a full team to get you through your morning here on My Talk 1071. And Dawn, you have all the latest on Rihanna's split from her billionaire Saudi boyfriend. Yes, I do. Hassan Jamil is his name, and some, uh, you know, just so you know, this guy is a billionaire businessman. Millionaire again? No. Oh, okay. I think I just want. He's real rich. I mean, billionaire people. He's got money coming out of everywhere. He's the vice chairman of Saudi Arabia operations of the family-owned international conglomerate business Abdul Latif Jamil, which, among numerous business operations have distribution rights to Toyota vehicles in Saudi Arabia oh. and other countries. Uh, he's also Pence involved. billionaire. Yeah. So that's just one of the things that they do in their family. Um, they've been dating for almost three years. And just in October, she was doing an interview saying that, you know, she's been in a long-term relationship for a very long time. And... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
She it matters to her. She makes time for it. She nurtures her relationship now instead of just her business ventures and that she'll shut things down for two, three days at a time on her calendar. She has a P, which means personal days, and that's a new thing for her. Oh, so she's taking more time. Okay, so that was what the latest we heard. Um, The last time they were seen, they were on a vacation on the Amalfi Coast in Mm. June of 2019. Must be rough. Uh Uh-huh, beautiful. That's on the bougie, bougie-esque vacation spot, the Amalfi Coast. It's one of my bucket list items. Have you been, Dawn? Have you been? I haven't, but you know what? I had a plan. um, Actually, before I moved here, I was making Mm. planned... Uh, trips I'd been saving to take my daughter through Italy, and that was one of our locations. Well, you're going to go. You'll go sometime. I'll, we'll I'll go, go someday. Right. Okay, good, good. Um, and we need to do a cooking class, too, because that's yes. what we want to do. Well, like, first, we're, we're going to go to the UK. In a villa. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm coming with you. Okay. I don't know if this was you and your daughter, but I'm so, coming with... We're going to do Bake with the Legends, so we can bake with the Great British Bake Off people. We're going to go to Downton Abbey. Okay. And we're going to spend the night there. Oh, my God. I don't think you can do that, but we'll convince them (laughs) because it's for radio. We can stay in a lot of castles, actually. Um, But I really want to stay in Highclere Castle. Okay. Um, where Downton Abbey was filmed. Mm-hmm. Then we'll pop over to the Amalfi Coast and learn how to make pasta from some famous Italian chef. Or just a lady in her villa. Because oh, that's yeah. fun too. And you can Grandma, stay there. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, it's fantastic. Anyway, sorry, back enough to about our fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so she was living a very charmed life. You know, he is a billionaire. And, uh, you know, they've broken up. That's what I know. The, no word as to why. Um, the last thing that we got from her in December, just before Christmas, a lot of fans have been wanting an album. You know, she hasn't had an album come out in a while, and there were rumors that she had one. So in December, she teased fans with a video on Instagram writing, me listening to R9, which is her album, by myself and refusing to release it. She's just enjoying her own music. And it's because we're all sitting over here going, Rihanna, we want new music. And she knows it. And she's like, I'm just sitting over here on my music. Uh, Yeah. So she's, you know, I wonder, of course, the rumors, the insiders say that their lives were too different and it was hard to maintain a relationship. Well, what do you think is going on? Okay. So, you know, over on the Colleen Bradley show, noon to three, Monday through Friday, right here on my talk, 1071, we'd love to go deep in the shallow quote unquote, which means we are crazy and we wear tinfoil hats most days. Yeah. So you're going to talk about all gossip. When you hear, thank you. When you hear Saudi billionaire, that should raise some eyebrows. Why? Because we know that there is this whole, and I am not suggesting that Rihanna was part of the yachting culture. I'm just saying, whenever you see Saudi billionaires and very wealthy, beautiful, powerful women from the United States in the uh, the entertainment industry, you should maybe raise an eyebrow because there's this whole world of very, 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 very wealthy um, men from the Middle East who are very, very enchanted by uh Lovely famous ladies. women. Oh, famous women yeah. in particular. And, um, you know, Lindsay Lohan, rumored to be a part of this world, and lots of other celebrities who have maybe... And it's not necessarily just a prostitution thing or sex work thing. People try to conflate those all the time. Yacht, if you're a yacht girl, that means you're having sex for money. It might be. I mean, even Meghan Markle was... Um, alleged to be a part of the, this this yachting world. But it's really, I think, more about power and influence. So you have these very, very, very wealthy men who um, can make things happen. And if you're an aspiring actor, 
you want connections, right? Yeah. Because connections are, are jobs. That's exactly right. And it's so all about it, who you know. It wouldn't surprise me if there was some kind of connection there. Also, it's this made me think of um, Janet Jackson. Remember, Janet Jackson was married to, his name is Wassam Oman. I had forgotten. I had to look it up. But he is a Qatari business magnate, I think another billionaire. And that relationship like totally didn't work out. Turned out to be he turned out to be a bad guy. Horrible. Yeah. So I you know, for Rihanna, I just hope that things weren't bad. And I hope she really just yeah, I hope it's exactly as they're reporting it. I bet it, with her background in her previous experiences with bad men, that she would have spotted that kind of bad behavior right away and yep. got out of it because they were together for three years yeah. and i don't think there's any rumors about him being a bad can guy you imagine being with a billionaire no oh why wouldn't you oh god do you feel like she might have become <clears throat> complacent just with her life and not really oh for sure well i think that you know the the people have been people have been wondering for the last couple of years and she can do whatever that she wants she doesn't She's, owe us she anything. has her own money she doesn't owe us anything but still I mean, if you got a billionaire boyfriend, why don't you just go have fun for a couple years? Which is what it sounds like she did. Yeah, well. Fun's over! Where's the music, honey? (laughs) When we come back... Oh, sad story. we got to talk about Terry Jones, his passing, and um, his, you know, effect on the culture. And a lot more right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back. It's 631 in the AM Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. You're listening to Jason Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, in for Jason. We wish him all the best. We know he's been dealing with a lot this last week. You know, losing a, a parent is not an easy thing to go through. And I know he's been very appreciative of all the kind words that you guys have sent. And he has been keeping people abreast via social media. So if you're interested in that, um, feel free to connect with him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and everything else. We got uh, the lights on. We're keeping the lights on over here. Uh, Dawn, of course. Dawn, I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. Carrie Jones because you had a you had an interesting yeah so take t- on the passing of Terry Jones yesterday. So Terry Jones is from Monty Python. He's one of the uh, many members of Monty Python. Uh, he was a part of the Flying Circus TV series, directed several of their films, and he passed away on Tuesday. Um, Four years after contracting a rare form of dementia that I'm going to have to look into called FTD, which is frontotemporal dementia. And I don't know a lot about that, so we will educate ourselves on that, and that'll be a good thing. Uh, So he passed away, and the members of his group, of course, were, were all very upset, but then had really nice tributes about him. And um, um, Russell Brand made a really funny comment. Um, you know, a lot of the British comedians out there wanted to honor him because he's a legend. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, I don't think people realize, and we were talking a little bit about this um, before the show. I, I think there was probably a certain group of, uh, well, actually, I would imagine a lot of people under the age of, oh, God, 40 even, mm-hmm. probably weren't very familiar necessarily with terry jones certainly if you loved monty python and you were kind of in that world you did but people maybe don't realize the effect on the culture that he had because monty python like there are ripples you know in the comedy uh 
in the comedy world yes. from, from when Monty Python happened. What I'm saying is it had a larger cultural impact than I think people are even aware. And so you might not even realize how important Terry uh, was, you know, to the world of comedy, to the world of, of um British humor. Yes, for sure. And, you know, he directed a lot of their films, including he wrote and starred in uh, the the TV show, of course. Um, he directed Monty Python's Holy Grail with Terry Gilliam. And then he took sole di- directorial charge of a movie. Uh, well, a couple of movies, Life of Brian and The Meaning of Life. Um, Life of Brian, you know, that is a really, if you are okay with if you're a Catholic and you're okay at laughing at Catholicism and yourself, you'll love that movie if you've never seen it. I saw it in Catholic school, in high school. Our English teacher, <coughs> she showed it to us and oh brought it God. in. And she said, we're going to have, because we were doing really well and we, you know, had done great, you know, as a class. It was like AP English. And she goes, you're going to get to watch something and you can't ever tell anyone that I showed you this Oh my God, movie. how cool was that we as a like, kid? We were like, what? Wait, when you know, was we this We were again? seniors, senior in 1992. Yeah. Okay. So we're like, ooh, good. And it was hysterical because it's the story of Christ, but it's a guy named Brian. Yeah. And it just makes fun of the entire story. And we laughed at it because we've had this doctrine shoved down our throats for 12 years. Yeah. And so, so you were actually well poised to appreciate all of the humor in it because you'd been eating, breathing, and sleeping it. <laughs> exactly. So, so, you know, we got it. We knew that, you know, some people just aren't good with jokes like that. Like my mother, oh, for instance, so would hate it. Yeah. Um, so Russell Brand tweeted about the death of Terry Jones. May the dear, great Terry Jones find eternal peace in the loving embra- uh, embrace of Jesus Christ. Or more likely, of Brian. <laughs> because that's the name of that's the That's going to be Jesus an awkward character. conversation. Like, so what did you spend your time doing while you were down there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say the the one way that I connected with Terry Jones later in his life, he did a bunch of documentaries about history and stuff. So like, this is the thing that I love just about the British in general. They're just, even when they're hysterically funny, they're just so damn smart. Right. Right. Like, and they just have a, I think the British in general just have a zeal for history that we don't have. And I, as a history nut, I kind of love that. Um, but you can go look on, on his Wikipedia or mm, IMDb, IMDb to see mm-hmm. all of the things. I was just reminding myself, um, the hidden history, there's some, the surprising history, uh, series, um, he did a thing called Terry Jones, medieval lives, gladiators, the brutal mm-hmm. truth. Um, a whole thing on the Crusades. So, yeah, and I don't think he's the only Monty Python person to have done some history stuff. So, oh, right, right, right. So, yeah, he's anyway. just a staple of British comedy. And if you don't even know what Monty Python is, Monty Python's Flying Circus, it's hysterical. I mean, you're gonna recognize once you start watching it all the quotes that you've heard your whole life. You're like, oh, it comes from that. Yeah, you know, what that's I what mean? I'm saying. Like, I think there's this whole generation of people who don't even realize. That you know they're they're saying things or they're you know laughing at things that. Well, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's Monty Python right there. So he will be missed for sure. Um, in addition to Terry Jones and humor, we should probably I want to give people a heads up about the conversation we're going to have coming up. Um, (laughs) have you heard of the soy sauce testicle challenge? I have. Thank God, Holly Roberts and I. We dipped into that. You so did to speak. okay. Did we dip into it? Yeah, we did. She's like, "Look at this!" A couple so, of days ago, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So men are apparently trying to taste 
soy sauce with their bulls. Yeah, because okay. their bulls, bulls apparently have taste receptors. Yeah. Is that real? I, it is not real. There might be some... This all came... Apparently, this all came from a TikTok because that is the sort of, you know, cultural engine now. Mm-hmm. We only ever, you know, get memes from TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they, a very scientific TikTok said it is possible for men to taste things through their... And the basis of the theory comes from a girl named Regan who saw a 2013 Daily Mail headline that reported that testicle, I know it's early, you guys, have taste buds. Though the study pertains only to white mice, <laughs> apparently there are some things called extra oral taste receptors. Uh huh. And Okay. They therefore say, oh, well, if mice have these things, then it's very possible that men have these things. Oh. And so now you've got all these men dipping their junk in soy sauce. <laughs> and then talking about the experience. Yes. So have you tried it? I have not tried this yet. I do have a thing of soy sauce at home. But how much will you pay me to to, to dunk uh, mm. my junk? in the soy sauce uh ten dollars ten dollars yeah that's all that's it that's all i have in my budget i mean this i month. feel like you guys could come up with more than ten. Oh, you mean you want us to pull our money hey. well what about the other people on the show here kenny i feel like guys down the hall have already done this not not soy sauce virgin olive oil though uh, no what are you serious uh, hershey's chocolate what? that <laughs> butter that butterscotch stuff uh, oh god the butterscotch that, stuff that wouldn't uh, come off for magic days. shell uh, magic that, shell that, that <laughs> hot, hot mustard um, not not the regular yellow mustard though oh uh, hot mustard yeah, yeah. ranch uh, italian dressing i'm not a ranch guy but italian dressing yeah okay. blue mm. cheese mm. and uh, Maple syrup, French. Oh, oh no, ta- yeah. honey for now. Kenny. Mrs. Butterworths or like Canadian maple syrup. All, all of the above. Okay, <laughs> okay. All, the above. all right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't understand why people think this would actually work, but it does make you kind of want to do it. See, this is the thing that I've learned about having that. Yeah, those parts. Having those parts is you want to do things with them. Oh my. And so God. when somebody says, "You do," take them out for a walk. You I mean. <laughs> It's just, you know, you're yeah. like, why not? Let's see what happens. No, you know, show want, your friends and family. I'm wondering maybe, maybe if it's not. like, because we taste with our mouths. So w- would you, if you dip them in there, because they've been told, people have been told, don't just wipe it on there. You have to. Yeah, you like, can't wipe it. You've got to dunk hover. and soak. Yep. So you have to hover over. So is that cup then specially labeled? It's like the, <laughs> well, the you, glass you use in the bathroom to rinse your mouth. After much brushing. like your cottage cheese at home. Yeah. It's, it's going to be yours you. if you don't yeah. if you don't give people a heads up. Yeah. So are you going to taste it in your mouth? You know what I mean? Like sometimes you can you can touch a certain like your foot and you'll feel it somewhere else. Well, that's what I don't understand. You know how they say like your mouth has a sensation. They always have these these stories about how like you can breathe with other parts of your body, and you're like, can you though? Can you really? Like, I don't, I don't think you can actually. We don't have gills. Science would tell you absolutely not. Under no certain terms can you taste with your mouth. I'm looking it up on Snopes right now. Popular science. Is a is being the party pooper, and they're like, "There's absolutely no way you can taste soy sauce through your junk." Okay, so we do have an answer from scientists. Yes, so actual science says no, but you have all these men on TikTok. They screaming, want to do this. I can taste the soy sauce. 
And so off camera, like the lower part of them, because yeah. they'd be kicked off if it was nudity, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're like doing it and you're like, oh, this is my reaction. How dumb. They just want to do things with their Yeah, balls. because if you could trace with your balls, wouldn't you, wouldn't you be tasting like cotton all the time? Yeah, I guess so. Right? Or yeah. like, you know, sweat. Dungarees. Dungarees. Thanks, <laughs> if Grandma. You're, if Lips, you're just... Lipstick. I Okay. <laughs> Always over the line. <laughs> we did ask for it. We did We did start the conversation that men are dunking their junk in soy sauce. We're having a meeting with uh, uh, What's-Her-Face and her broom after the show. Oh, no. No. No, she fully supports it. Um, <laughs> Rob, have you ever put your uh, junk in soy sauce? No, thank you. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to cut down on... Lemongrass tea? I'm trying to cut down on my sodium yeah. intake. I wonder if you could... You can get low sodium I wonder if sauce. you could get caffeine in there, because I would think you'd actually have a better shot of using your junk as a um, conduit for tech, uh, for caffeine. Right. Because, because it's so thin, Because the skin. some people do coffee enemas. Okay, or you could go around the corner <laughs> back there. At, no, they do. No, I know. You know, yeah. well, we've seen those. Yeah. That just seems like a lot of work and preparation. Oh, and like, I mess. saw an episode of like My Strange Addiction. I think that's what it is. My Strange Addiction. And they, um, there was a couple who were totally into that and they like were addicted to it. And every morning, you know, they'd brew this big pot of coffee and then they just lay down. And that is like they were convinced that it was uh, a healthy thing that it was a here's it's here's not true no here's what i want you to to remember okay. at all times yeah if somebody tells you to put something up your behind yeah google it first <laughs> or just say no thank yeah. you unless it's your doctor mm. and it's for a purpose sometimes not even that <laughs> just google it I, I'm just afraid that people, because you know the kids, they're putting, you know, oh, they're, don't, yeah. they're putting all sorts of things back there. You just gotta they be real careful. Are. You gotta be. Yes. I don't know what the kids are doing. I'll My tell kid's you in the 28, break. so I'll oh, tell you in the no. break. All right, when we come back, more <laughs> stuff stories of the day like that one, right here on My Talk 1071. And you're not gonna find anybody else like My Talk 1071. Uh, which is why you're listening. And I do want to just let you know that My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of Destination Winter Sa- Winter St. Paul featuring Wells Fargo Winter Skate. It's a fun seasonal event that kicked off on December 6th and runs all the way through February 22nd of this year at CHS Field. It opens daily at 11 a.m. And skating is free if you bring your own skates or you can rent a pair for five buckaroos. Visitors with a Wells Fargo credit or debit card can rent skates free of charge. You can get all the latest at mytalk1071.com, keyword winter skate. Good morning and welcome back to Jason and Alexis. I'm Bradley Trainer. It's about 648, and Kenny's got a traffic update for you. Yeah, three items here. Two uh, good news, the crash. Westbound 494 at Hardman in South St. Paul has cleared. However, we're still seeing delays over the Mississippi River and uh, over past 52, but thankfully all lanes are open there. Even better news, the multi-semi crash that had closed westbound 694 at 35E, that is, uh, that's gone. It's been cleared. 
everything open again, westbound 694 at 35E. Okay, now the bad news. Uh, and it's all about northbound 35E uh, down in Burnsville and Apple Valley. Uh, we've got a pretty stout jam going northbound 35E between the Burnsville split and 77. That's related to a crash. And then a serious, barely moving jam northbound 35E from Diffley up to around Pilot Knob, hmm. and that's due to a multi-car crash. Uh, and if you've noticed here for the last uh, hour and a half or so, all of these crashes have been on the east side. Uh, the west side looking pretty good at this point, but if you're uh, motoring in on the east side, expect slippery spots and uh, crashes, some of them multi-car crashes. All right, so be very oh. careful out there, and Kenny's got you covered. What are you looking at, Don? I'm just, no, I'm just thinking about all the crashes. Oh. I'm trying to follow what he's saying. It's it's a lot, so. It is a lot. Man, be careful out there. It snowed overnight. and mm-hmm. um, Also, be careful when you Google and when you're on social media, if you see anything about the coronavirus outbreak, just make sure you don't have anything else to do. Also, make sure you are completely sedated. Because if you Google anything about the coronavirus outbreak, it's going to raise your uh, heart rate a little bit. And if you've got anxiety disorder, as I do, it will probably give you a run for your money. You will start to panic. But that's what we're going to talk about right now. Because, I, Don, you and I have been sort of paying attention to this, I think, as a lot of people have over the last, oh, gosh... I've really only honestly probably been paying close attention over the last week or so because, you know, the headlines seem to be increasing. And this all has to do uh, with a virus outbreak that's happening mostly in China. And And it's it's SARS. And it's it's like a it's an it's a flu that uh, started, they think, in animals and then jumped to humans. And then they weren't sure that it was jumping from humans to humans, but it seems like it actually might be. They're still figuring out all this stuff, but it is a severe flu virus and, or as the CDC calls it, a novel flu virus. Um, The thing that got me over the edge this morning, and I thought we should finally just talk about it on the show so that we can all just take a deep breath and realize what's actually going on, is they have people, um, armed police officers outside of train stations uh, in Wuhan, which is sort of the epicenter of, of the outbreak. Mm-hmm. To keep 11 people, million people 11, within Wuhan. 11 million people. They're essentially shutting down major transportation routes out of Wuhan. You can't get out. Like you literally can't get 17 out. 17 people They're outside. blocking the way. This is scary. Yeah, it's very scary. And at this point, I will say, if you want to know the actual details and you want to maybe uh, you know bring your heart rate down a little bit, Go to the CDC and look up coronavirus because they, they, they explain very succinctly <clears throat> what you can do, what not to do, what you need to worry about, what you don't need to worry about. And for the most part, most people will be fine if they ever have uh, if they ever contract this. But it is something to pay attention to because it's still early. And as you said, people have actually died. The one thing I will say, this is the thing that got me to pay closer attention, was the first documented case in the United States. A man traveling from Wuhan to Washington mm. has contracted it. And um, so that person is under observation. They're, they're in isolation, I yeah. hope. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, think how scary that must be for them if you live there. You know, it's like, okay, I can't get out. We were 
just thinking about how, you know, if you wanted to leave, you're in a country that, I mean, they can have armed guards and make you stay. Well, I, I know it sounds like China has a, a lot of issues. Yes. And we're not talking about them. We're not doing geopolitics here on, on My right. Talk 1071. But like, if China's trying to shut something down, I feel like they're going to be able to. Absolutely. It, but it is shocking to see, you know, in 2020, millions of people essentially being told you're not leaving the city and, and the pictures. That's why I said, if, if, if you want to have a slight panic attack, just start looking through the Twitter feed because right. you see all these pictures of people like going to the store. Everybody's wearing masks. Yeah. I was thinking yesterday, like, do I need to get one of these masks? Yeah. Like, you know, because we're all going to freak out about it. Yeah. We're all going to overreact. Right. Um, I think about when I travel on any airplane that maybe I should wear a mask. Yeah. Cause that's when you're like, I don't want to, get sick well in it uh, you know i um spent some time in japan and they routinely will wear those masks as a preventative and also as a you know like a courtesy if if they're sick yeah uh, or if they don't want to get sick a courtesy to other people at first you're like that's odd don't they have fashion ones that have like oh yeah i'm sure there are hello kitty ones yeah right (laughs) absolutely but now more and more i kind of want one because you do just like there's you know why not I mean like, I don't care if I look weird having a mask on if it saves me two weeks I just had a cold the other uh, uh you know about two weeks ago if I could have saved myself by looking like a boob for you know and even just my months. hands what I touch I've thought about when everybody was sick in the office here yes. around Christmas time I was like do I need to wear gloves would that help like surgical just plastic gloves because. With the, I mean, these are questions that I can't yeah. answer. I guess I could Google them. I mean, I'm not of a just nurse. Talking on the radio, I'm not, I'm not a CDC professional. I mean, at some but point, like gloves and a mask is that extreme? Maybe the gloves, yeah. But that's where I'm contract. That's I'm touching things, and yeah. then I'm touching my face. Just don't like touch I'm not your face. just breathing. Yeah, but people do it all the time. Yeah, I just I did it. I just put my dirty little finger in my mouth. That's why we have a big fat <laughs> thing of Purell sitting in here. And, Lori and now enjoying- I need some. I know, just right? talking about this, please. Clean your hands off. You know, we used to. We always poke fun at Lori and Julia because they're always so hyper clean in the studio. Well, with this coronavirus. Are they getting sick? Uh, Probably not. Yeah, exactly. All right. We'll keep you up to date on that story and um, some less important stories. In fact, when we come back, I am really excited to share with you Whoopi Goldberg's take on Jen and Brad. Yes. And that's Falderall. We'll do that. We'll have some more traffic for you. We'll get you started for your 7 o'clock hour in mere moments here on My Talk 1071.